When it comes to the plant-based eating debate, there's more to consider than just healthy or unhealthy. Of course, we want to eat things that make us feel good and generate energy to keep us going, but there's also a major environmental component that drives a lot of people to a plant-focused diet. But you don't have to give up some of your faves entirely. Impossible Foods makes meat from plants. They're solving the meat problem with more meat. By creating delicious meat from plants that's better for you and the planet, Impossible lets you enjoy some of your favorite meaty products with a plant-based twist. Ground beef, homestyle meatballs, sausage patties, all made from plants. And that's just a few of their delicious and versatile options. No more tension between craving meat but not wanting to eat so much of it or sacrificing your carnivorous faves for your health. Indulge in nutrient-packed, plant-based goodness and feel good doing it. Check out impossiblefoods.com to see how you can help solve the meat problem with more meat. That's I-M-P-O-S-S-I-B-L-E-F-O-O-D-S.com. Rebecca Coriam was living a life that seemed like a dream. She was working aboard the Disney Wonder Cruise, going from port to port while caring for children on board. However, on March 22nd, 2011, she failed to report in for work, and the subsequent search left no clues as to where she could be. For years after, theories started popping up about what could have happened to her, but to this day, her fate remains a complete mystery. Was Rebecca's disappearance merely an accident, or was there something more sinister at play? Betches Media presents... Not another true crime podcast. It's all fun and games until someone gets hurt. Welcome back, everybody, to Not Another True Crime Podcast. I'm Sarah Levine. And I'm Danny Murphy. You know us. We're your partners in wine, partners in crime, partners in time. We're here with you right now. We are here to talk about this strange disappearance. Also, this is one that came through our uh, DM. So shouts out. Uh, please DM us your episode suggestions at not another true crime. I have like 100 requests in the folder, but I'm getting to them slowly, slowly but but possibly surely not, <laughs> not super definitively. You know, it's a step at a time. It's a step at a time. This also came at a time because I like forgot about cruise ships for a minute and I forgot oh, that I'm, yeah. like, t- I'm terrified of them. Yeah, I mean, this I feel like I forgot about them. And honestly, I don't think they've ever been my ideal type of vacation. But now that this is our second cruise ship disappearance episode that we've done, I'm like, you know what? I don't think I want to go to a place where there is no law. Do do you know what I mean? I feel there's no even if you're if your cruise experience does not end up on a true crime podcast, there's still not great yeah, experiences. Which is I feel like people to be yeah. sure, but still, because I feel there are people that are super cruise families and uh, yes. very grateful. I was not in one just because I don't know. Like it just seems ter- like I would just feel like instantly claustrophobic. Yeah, I, I agree. Like the room size does not seem like super oh, fun. And honestly, just the, the seasick aspect. That part. Because they're like, oh my God, it's a buffet everything. I'm like, so I'm just going to eat a lot of like buttery, cheesy stuff, drink yeah. wine and like uh, pina coladas, and then just shuffle around for yeah. five days. Like that yeah. would only end <laughs> exorcist style. <laughs> We're truly. <laughs> no, it's so true, especially because on cruises, again, I don't know, but like I'm imagining you're just drinking like daiquiris and oh, like God, just yeah. frozen, frozen sugar with like a drop of alcohol in it. Oh, God. And I need the reverse of that. I need frozen yeah. alcohol with a drop of sugar in it. Agreed. Agreed. <laughs> yeah, no, that's that's not for me. I'll stay on the land. Thank <laughs> yeah. you. Thank, thank um, you very much. Yeah. Um, 
if you guys missed Danny's comedy show, it was a great time. Oh, oh so fun seeing you front and center with AJ, the fam, the squad. It's a party. Yes. There will be more. So I will keep you guys updated for post August because it's full. It's too hot out to do anything. <laughs> Definitely too hot to do anything <laughs> except for like research murders, which I guess is what I do for fun now. In front of oh, but I will say that there's so much on Netflix that we need to like watch. There's, there's something about like this girl Sophie. I don't remember the title. Oh, the uh, British girl. Or she's yeah. like, yes, yes. That one. And then Netflix just came out with this docuseries called Heist. That sounds fun. Ooh. It's about like everyday people who almost committed heists. Like Wait, I guess I love they committed that. the heist, but they didn't get away with them. <laughs> oh, I was gonna say, I mean, that would be like just I feel like every single person at their office being like, should I just like steal things here? Oh, I guess <laughs> yeah. not. I don't want to get fired. <laughs> yeah, me walking into Target, like, can I get away with slipping these sunglasses in oh my, my pocket? Oh my God, right? Never, 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 never. The guilt yeah. would bring me down. The guilt, my guilt would be my downfall. Oh my God, truly. Yeah, no, I'm not a good liar. So I would not make a good criminal. No, but that we, we, we're luckily we're good at talking about crimes though. We are going to talk about crimes. This one, I'll be honest, I, I was really sold by the DM. They were like, you guys should do an episode on Rebecca Coriam. She disappeared off a Disney cruise. And I was like, sold. Yeah. Um, I don't know if a crime happened here. That's it's true. hard to tell. I think a cover up happened. A cover up definitely did happen through Disney. I feel like the main crime is that Disney has cruises. I'm like, who wants? I don't want Minnie Mouse. In, yeah. Like, like shouting at me away about- from me while I'm puking overboard. Like, yeah, but- do not. Exactly. This is a very shade. I feel like I'm, I'm talking up to a very shady business situation going on in terms of like how businesses, a PR spin involving a missing person. Yeah, I, I totally agree. So first, a little background on Rebecca. At the time of her disappearance, she was 24 from Chester, good old England. England. <laughs> She graduated from Plymouth University in Exeter with a degree in sports science, and she also did additional studies at Liverpool Hope University, where she studied youth psychology and philosophy. So she was like very, very like fit for this job on the cruise. Truly, because she both was very physically fit and then also mentally fit to deal with like children, which is (laughs) crucial to the job that she had. Yeah, completely. (laughs) And after college, she worked at uh, various Mm -hmm. hospitality places, including the Chester Zoo. Hilton Double Tree, and then she worked for the British Army Cadets. I know. I read too that even there was like the zoo had a special place in her family's heart. Like there was like a lake, like an area in the lake dedicated to her grandparents too, and stuff like that. So she oh, like that's sweet. they very much were like a very, as they always say in these documentaries, beloved member of the community. Yeah, I mean, her parents definitely said she was cheerful and upbeat. Mm-hmm. Like her friends said, you know, like always good things, which is perfect for a Disney job. For sure. Um, And so she was working on board the Disney Wonder Cruise and her job was to basically like take care of the children on board. Oh, God. And I mean, I know we're both like, oh, God, why? But I mean, this was a really in-demand job. Like she literally beat out hundreds of applicants to get it. Damn. Yeah. And so during her contract, her grandfather actually passed away and she returned home to be with her family for two weeks. Mm-hmm. And that was the last time her family saw her because then she went back out. Um, so she went back out basically on this cruise. Uh, the ship was based in L.A. It was going to Puerto Vallarta and San Lucas in Mexico. Well, I was and just was, in Puerto Vallarta. I know. I'm like, I'm down. Yeah. Um, and it was a short cruise. It was only seven days. Uh, there were... As many as 2,500 passengers and 1,000 crew members. That also, 
seven days is a short cruise. How long are people on these things for? That's I don't know. I feel like if you're going to Alaska, it's like a two week cruise. That's true. Yeah. But like, you know what? I would just rather party in Mexico for seven days. I'm just saying. Because like I'm like, why are there I'm I'm like sharing all I think is I'm sharing like pipes in this cruise ship with twenty five hundred people. That's so true. I mean, the other thing is like I'm totally scared of the ocean. Oh, I don't fuck with that. Because I respect yeah. the ocean too much. Yeah, I don't, I'm not messing with the ocean. You, no. they, they wait. The water is the majority of the world, so you guys have right, have right, range. Like going to the beach is fine, but like I don't want to be anywhere that you can't see mm-hmm. anything but water for miles. Like Just that hit me with scares the, pool. the shit out of me. Yeah, yeah. So on March 21st, she sent a Facebook message to her parents saying that she would call them the next day. <clears throat> on Tuesday, March 22nd, like. I think early in the morning, mm-hmm. she was captured on CCTV footage and she was talking on the phone, looking upset. I want to um, say that was like 5 a.m. or, or, or yeah. th- something like that. Yeah. yeah, it was like early morning. Um, and this was like kind of over by the crew like pool. Um, and in the video, like a young man walks up to her to ask if she's OK. She says, yeah, fine. And then she puts the phone down. And then she does this thing where she like puts her hands in her pocket. She takes them out. She pushes her hair back. She walks away. Pretty, I don't know, pretty standard, but I feel like in retrospect, any anything that you're caught on video and it's the last thing you're caught doing could look weird. I could brush my teeth and they and like, you know, if yeah, right, <laughs> that's they'd be the like, last video you huh. see of me. She went left to right and not right to left. Right. OK, but I know her family said she would do that a lot. But I mean, then I'm also like, what is doing a lot pushing your hair back? So like, who knows? <laughs> yeah. Um, what's kind of weird though, is that she was seen wearing clothing that wasn't hers before the disappearance. I read in one outlet that it was baggy men's clothing. I don't know. And, and she also spoke to a friend who said that she was really upset. So when she didn't report for work at nine in the morning, the crew searched the ship, but they didn't find her. Um, and then I, I read us and Mexican, uh, Navy were like, tapped to go search international waters but came up empty but most other reports i read just mentioned like the mexican authorities that's what, yeah so unclear but there were people who who were sent out to look for her but they could not find her um this is what's weird where it starts to get weird um three days after the disappearance a detective from the bahamas flew the ship to investigate um and that's because the ship was like registered in the Bahamas for tax purposes, <sighs> even though like the ship started in LA and was going to Mexico. I know so that's, that's weird. Confused me a lot. Yeah. I was just like, I guess this is what, how cruise ships work, but I mean, I'm telling you international waters. I don't trust it. <laughs> don't fuck with it. No, it's, it's weird. I think it's a little bit weird that they would send an officer from the Bahamas. Um, but he was sent there. Um, the Corium said that he only investigated for a day and didn't speak to any of the passengers. Um, and they were not really privy to what he found. Um, also noteworthy, he only interviewed six people out of over 2,000 people on the ship. Hmm. And then the investigation was closed. That sounds like a very thorough. Yeah. Great job. And Rebecca's parents flew to L.A. to meet the ship when it returned to port. And I think they maybe tried to talk to people, but like didn't get super far. But this like initial investigation was kind of like open and shut. 
it was truly three different organizations, potentially three different organizations, maybe looking around saying, I don't, okay, well, you know, here we go. And then just kind of ending it, which does not really bode well, especially at the beginning, because uh, you're like, this is the most important few hours that you have to investigate. When it comes to the plant-based eating debate, there's more to consider than just healthy or unhealthy. Of course, we want to eat things that make us feel good and generate energy to keep us going, but there's also a major environmental component that drives a lot of people to a plant-focused diet. But you don't have to give up some of your faves entirely. Impossible Foods makes meat from plants. They're solving the meat problem with more meat. By creating delicious meat from plants that's better for you and the planet, Impossible lets you enjoy some of your favorite meaty products with a plant-based twist. Ground beef, homestyle meatballs, sausage patties, all made from plants. And that's just a few of their delicious and versatile options. No more tension between craving meat but not wanting to eat so much of it or sacrificing your carnivorous faves for your health. Indulge in nutrient-packed, plant-based goodness and feel good doing it. Check out impossiblefoods.com to see how you can help solve the meat problem with more meat. That's I-M-P-O-S-S-I-B-L-E-F-O-O-D-S.com. And now, why this story, I mean, this story got a lot of attention. And also with that, there was a lot of weirdness and some, like, unexplainable un, um, type of situations that go on that cause question. So one of the main things was that inside the cabin, uh, some of Rebecca's clothes were torn and stained. And among the items of clothing of hers that Rebecca's parents were given were a pair of ripped shorts. It's kind of interesting that a lot of them had all these, you know, it's, you would just think it's peculiar that someone's clothes, especially when you're working, would be very stained and torn. Among the items from her cabin that her parents recovered were a slipper uh, or a pair of slippers that were too small to fit Rebecca. So also kind of interesting. Her laptop was still in the cabin and not seized by the investigating officer, which like, you'd think they would just like take all technology, but here we yeah, are. Yeah, and you'd think... You know, look through like emails, past Facebook messages, who she was talking to, what was going on. Yet alas. In May, Rebecca's bank sent her parents an email that someone may have been trying to access the account on April 19th. And that card was not found among her possessions. And yes, as a reminder, she went missing in March. Yeah. So very, very bizarre. Yes. In September, Rebecca's uncle reported that someone had changed the password to her Facebook, which, like, who would... Why the fuck would anybody do that? It's weird. I mean, on the one hand, it could just be, like, a phishing scam. On the other hand, combined with the credit card is weird. (laughs) It's very weird. And then also on top of that, one day before the anniversary of her disappearance, Rebecca's dad got an email from a woman who said she was 85% sure she saw Rebecca with a dark-haired man in in Venice the previous August. However, her parents recovered a password from the ship, so no one would really know how she would get into Italy. That would be very... I mean, that said, I feel like if you're being kidnapped and taken to Italy off a ship, you're not Mm going to use your own passport. Yeah, they have ways to smuggle people across borders. Yeah, Yeah, or just get a fake passport. Mm -hmm. And then in October, a British journalist, uh, John Ronson, went to the Wonder, the ship, and asked around for a piece he was writing for The Guardian. It's a good piece. I recommend. I liked. I, I, shade. Do, I love the Guardian. Yeah, I know. They're, they always have that pop up. That's like, you've read 20 articles this year. Like, will you give us money? Oh, and I'm like, no heart. No, I'm like, <laughs> I have no pounds. I just have dollars. And no, like, I literally, we can I finally just subscribed to New York magazine so I could read articles in the cut. And I'm like, uh, that's all you get. 
Ugh, they caught me. I, I got caught into doing that too. See? I've read so many of their articles and I really wanted to read this career advice one. I love reading that stuff. I do love And those. they were like, no. And I tried incognito browsers and they were like, no, bitch. That like, didn't Fine. even work? It didn't work. So I was like, wow. Fine, I'll give you 20 bucks for the year. I know. You're like, this article better change my fucking life. <laughs> right? Several crew members who were working on The Wonder when Rebecca disappeared uh, when talking with uh, the journalist felt that Disney and the, bah- the police from the Bahamas knew more than they were letting on. That was just the overarching mm-hmm. thought and feeling. One crew member, when asked if he was on board when Rebecca disappeared, told Ronson, I don't know anything about it. It didn't happen. You know that's the answer I have to give. Sketch! Sketch as fuck. And also, I like that they're like, say it didn't happen. Uh, it's like there's like reports that it happened. But okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's weird. Yeah. Uh, but Rebecca was the first person ever reported to disappear from a Disney cruise. Hmm. So that explains why they'd want to hush it up. They'd want to hush it up because also Disney, you know, they love their marketing for families. They don't want people to think that they can go on a cruise and disappear. Yeah. Sketch. Apparently, Disney told the, uh, Rebecca's family that there was footage of Rebecca acting, quote unquote, drunk and furious and banging her head into walls. But the video they were given gave literally zero evidence to support this. And on top of that, Disney Disney claimed to have zero CCTV footage of Rebecca going overboard. Which is weird because like when they were describing all the possible areas and the pools and stuff, like there were cameras there. Exactly. And it's like a cruise. It's a family cruise ship. You know, they have every single inch of that place uh, being surveillance just in case like a kid goes like literally like missing from parents or something like that. You know what I mean? Also just like keep tabs on everything. I mean, that's true. It's also just, I mean, I think the place that Disney says that she may have like fallen overboard. We'll get into why that doesn't seem super Mm -hmm. plausible, but I believe there were also cameras there. Yeah, there were the cameras. Yeah. Um, and even like the place I remember that the some of the crew were saying like their hiding place where they could like turn off for a minute when all around all the families that like they would hide was still being filmed. So like there, you were filmed everywhere. Oh, yeah. okay. See, now this, this sounds like a floating Big Brother prison. A lawless prison. Like I don't even, I don't like the idea of cruises. God, no, especially like, I mean, all cruises are like heavily just like marketing tools, but like a cruise from like Disney, which is like, I feel like has a lot of layers to it. I feel like it's what I'm just imagining is like, have you, did you watch the Disney opening trailer like for COVID and then someone yeah. like slowed the music down and turned it into a horror trailer? <laughs> like that's just what I'm like, if you slow down any song, no matter how happy it is, if you slow it down enough, it's a horror movie soundtrack. It's scary. It's a small world after all. Exactly. I'm terrified. <laughs> I'm terrified. Oh, Corella. Uh, Especially if you okay. zoom in on like Mickey's eye and like the mascot costume. Like, oh my God, it's like you know twitching. someone's behind it. Someone's behind that getting like sneezed on. You're like, thanks for making us open in October 2020 <laughs> during a pandemic. Creepy. Um, and on top of that too, the person Rebecca was speaking to on the phone said that while she was initially upset while on the phone, which we saw, she did calm down and said she was just going back to her cabin. So it's not like this call was something that like it ended so catastrophically that she was like, what am I going to do? She was like, okay, I can 
sleep this off. Yeah. I mean, the crazy thing is like, I'm upset all the time for very petty things. <laughs> and I'm just like, if I went missing and the last thing was like, oh, she was pissed because she bought the wrong type of peanut butter. Like, are people going to point to that? You know, I don't, ugh, you know, I'm just. You're like, she looked flustered on the subway. Like, that's just every day. <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't know. Any, uh, whatever. I'm always upset. I guess <laughs> that story. Very Drake. I'm upset. <laughs> yes. So, I mean, as far as what happened to her, it's weird because there's there's really no evidence. I mean, I think the police might have some, I assume, but like there's not so much that's not publicly available. Um, basically, Disney's kind of theory was that or or whatever they're putting forth is that a freak wave knocked Rebecca off the boat. But the thing with that is that there's really like no weather conditions or reports that are consistent with that. None. None. And Rebecca's parents said the captain told them that he thought Rebecca was washed overboard from the crew pool area, which if I remember from the Guardian article was like deck five, I think it doesn't yeah. really matter. You guys have not committed a diagram of this ship to memory <laughs> and neither have I. Yeah, but if you want to, please Google it. Yes, please do. Um, but the thing with that is that the parents and Ronson didn't think that that was likely because there were these high walls around the pool. Yeah. Like there was a steel, they had railings and then there was a steel wall around the railings, which is noted in the Guardian piece. Because also no shit they would have. This is a cruise for like kids and like families. You're going to have a lot of security. You're not just going to have a pool that could be like, well, someone tripped and they just fell into water. You're, they would right. have a lot of scape, uh, not scapegoats, but a lot of uh, protective and preventative things in place. Yeah, I mean... One of the crew members told Ronson, Disney knows exactly what happened. That phone call she had, it was taped. Everything here is taped. There's CCTV everywhere. Disney have the tape. Mm. It's kind of like, what do they have? What information are they not communicating? Very interesting. And also it's like, in not communicating, are you shutting it down and turning it off? Or are you just making it worse? Because it's just going to be like, give people answers. And then we will have the answers versus everybody still trying to find the answers coming back to you and now pointing the finger at you even more so. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, another crew member told Ronson that it was really windy and slippery on the deck by the crew pool and she could have fallen over. And another crew member on board who knew Rebecca said that who knew her well said that she was having an argument with her partner. Ronson kind of he was the journalist who like went on the ship, talked to the crew members, et cetera. He kind of thought that Rebecca maybe went jogging along a track on deck four at around a quarter to six in the morning, and then she slipped and fell overboard. And the reason he thought this was because the railings everywhere else really were just too high. But none of the security cameras in that area showed any sign of her. Interesting. So I don't know. None of the security cameras showed sign of her, or the CCTV was erased. Who knows? We don't know. And then, obviously, there's another theory that maybe she uh, purposefully went overboard. Her parents and her friends say that she would never do that. And, I mean, aside from just her general, like, personality traits, they also pointed to the fact that she'd recently bought tickets for her parents to go to Disneyland Paris. And, like, she still had the tickets and was planning for the future. Um, and here's another episode of sketchiness. Um, one of Rebecca's best friends on board, who was another crew member, told Ronson that the day after Rebecca went missing, Disney had a sort of like little ceremony and they put flowers next to the wall at the crew pool, but like didn't answer any questions as to why they were doing that. 
That's very bizarre. That is super bizarre. And even more bizarre is that Disney said apparently that they knew that she either jumped or fell from that pool because they found her flip flop there. But the friend said that the flip flop that they claimed to have found was was too big. It was not her style at all. She'd never seen Rebecca wearing them. And it also had another crew member's name and cabin number written on it. That part. So, uh... (laughs) So I'm like, whose shoe did you steal for this cover up? <laughs> they just like took a random shoe, like it was there, and then they're like, um, you st- this is this is Doug's, <laughs> Doug in Doug in room two hundred four. Like truly, good try, good Disney, good try. Her friend also thought that maybe she climbed up on the wall to sit on it and then fell, because her friend said that she was a risk taker and very mischievous, so kind of would uh had that element to her, and she noted that security on the ship is really tight though. So you can't get on or off without an ID card or anything like that, for instance. So if she left in any other way from besides going overboard, her friend was saying that they probably would know that they did leave. I guess what I'm not totally clear on, but I just assumed is that the ship was like sailing at this point. Like it was not docked. Well, that's the thing, because I remember uh, they didn't obviously find uh, consider her missing or not found until like 9 a.m. and it was moving. So that's why it was such a hard search because they were like, okay, well, we just are five hours away from where we think this happened. So what are, what, I don't know what you want to say. Right. So I'm just kind of like, how do you, like she couldn't have gotten off the ship because there yeah. was nowhere to go. Unless by a boat, a little, little dinghy boat, but I don't think that would also work because a cruise ship moving, <laughs> they could make that happen. Yeah. But more importantly, her friend thinks that Disney is covering this up. So either someone saw her go over at 6 a.m. or nobody did, which means security was not properly doing their job. And that is what they're covering up. They just kind of want this story to be a non-story. Right. It's like if she really did fall overboard, somebody fucked up. Somebody fucked up. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing. However you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. What I love about Shopify is basically how no matter how big you want to grow, Shopify gives you everything you need to take control and take your business to the next level. I know we use Shopify here at Betches, and honestly, anyone with any kind of business could really benefit from Shopify. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout, 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S., and Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklyn, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash betches, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash betches now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash betches. This other uh, theory is that she was potentially could have been a victim of sexual assault and then thrown overboard. Uh, according to the Morbidology podcast, two of Rebecca's friends told her parents that she told them she was worried about being sexually assaulted on the ship. 
the parents then hired a PI who said there was a quote-unquote real possibility that Rebecca could have been murdered and thrown overboard. The Liverpool Echo, which gives Daily Mail vibes, so grain of salt, uh, reported in 2017 that her family believed this theory. The Mirror also reported that Rebecca had sex with a male co-worker in front of her girlfriend just before she disappeared. I just want to say, like, as a general caveat, so... I did see a little bit in the BBC about how the parents like believe that she could have been assaulted and then murdered. Um, however, most of the details are coming from tabloids. So like, who I'm not sure. That's the thing. It's very much. Cause I feel like, cause I only, I, I mainly was just reading from like, like websites like, that I trust. Yeah, like, <laughs> like the guardian, stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, is what and I they, not a lot of it was not a lot of this was brought up, but it is of course a theory. I will also here. say, though, that it's like, I don't know, they're they're making claims about like private figures. So I just kind of feel like if these were completely false, the parents would have sued. That is true. That's what I. That's my theory. But like, that's true. We could be wrong. I could yeah. be wrong for sure. <clears throat> and some of these theories were well, coming from that. Apparently, the mirror got a hold of the notes of the Bahamas police uh, detective who did the initial investigation. And the notes say, these are all quotes from the apparent notes. American woman in relationship with Rebecca left to get more beer, came back and Rebecca and male crew member who was in a relationship with the American woman chatting. She came back and all three went to the male crew member's room. Male crew member had sex with both. American room woman left the room again to get beer, came back, and Rebecca and the male crew member were having sex. Uh, apparently, too, the male crew member that is in question with all this had such a does-not-care attitude when questioned by police that they had to warn him. and be like, do you know that you are, that you are in high-level conversations about potentially being involved? He was, like, apparently just laughing, and they were like, bro, take this seriously. It kind of reminds me, not in the sense, but in the sort of sense of like in the flight attendant. Did you watch that show? Yes. Where at the beginning, when she was just like, what's happening? What's happening? And they're like, hi, you are actually being questioned for an actual murder investigation. Oh, you mean when she was like drunk and stuff? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I love that show. It was, it was hard to watch, but it was good. It was, yeah. I was like, it's nine in the morning. You don't eat vodka. I mean, well. Have a mimosa. Have a Kaylee Cuoco. Come like, on. start. Start simple. Start at the very beginning. Uh, the family <laughs> did settle with Disney for an undisclosed sum, according to a 2017 Mirror article. But of course, oh so, yeah, I feel like that's kind of why it just stopped. We, yeah, I think that's, yeah, maybe that's why, like, you know, Disney, like, Disney never responded to any of these outlets for comment. And, like, maybe that's why, just because they, like, settled. But then I've got to wonder, like, over what? Right. That's the thing. Yeah. What were what were the um, agreements and the understanding that happened there that they both came to? Because I'm sure the family is not allowed to talk about any of it because with the settlement, they have to, they part of the settlement, they can't really be talking about this to anybody else. Uh, but it's just, it's hard. And also since, uh, since 2000, the year 2000, there have been 171 disappearances from cruise ships. And on top of that, about every two weeks, Someone goes overboard while on a cruise. This is a lot. Don't go on cruises, people. Like, I'm, I'm really, I'm good. It scares me. I'm just like, Every God. two weeks is really a lot. And then you kind of, like, factor in the, um, like, 
coronavirus and also all the people who are getting like norovirus oh, and just God. like shitting everywhere and like no it's just terrifying that's one oh my god that's also the thing too like even just after now i'm like i i get i i want to like lysol whenever i'm in an elevator with more than one person imagine being on a cruise people are just so dark yeah, i'm like this so is just true. contamination everywhere i feel like that is where the first virus is anything of anything could start yeah yeah that is so true so i would also say that um being a cruise family is a super secret serial killer trait <laughs> Ooh, I'm, I'm, I'm clinging to that i know people who go on them and um, i will stand my ground if they confront me about that yeah i don't know that that's a serial killer trait but it's definitely like i don't want to become like i don't want to marry into that family it's the thing of it's like oh imagine you you meet the love of your life. You go home on Thanksgiving for their family. And then they're like, all right, we're going to run a 5K in the morning. Oof. Like, that's how I feel about this, where it's like, oh, you meet the love of your life and you're and they're like, oh, what are you doing? We're going to take a family vacation. It's it's going to be a carnival cruise. And also, well, imagine it's a Disney cruise. Oh, no, no. I'm like, I have to sit next to Goofy. <laughs> what? <laughs> I got to no, make it. conversation with a dog slash cow. No, thanks. <laughs> Um, well, I want to know what do you, what theory or possibility after researching the case do you feel could have happened? Yeah, I mean, I wish I I want to like look at the ship deck more, I guess, because um, like, could she have fallen? I feel like maybe, like, why not? Mm -hmm. I don't know how tall these walls are, um, but also I'm kind of. I don't know, like the this more sinister theory seems interesting as well. I know. Well, I'm just, it's like a curious thing for me because I feel like the, only, the reason I'm leaning towards something more sinister happening because if it was a, not a, but a, a, a full on can be written off accident that she was on the, like the, on like the little climbing thing and fell off overboard. I don't think, I don't, feel like Disney would be so secretive about having the footage for that and all these other things. I feel like she would, they would just be able to like have You'd a state. Yeah. Have a statement where they would just say like, Oh, it's a terrible accident. A terrible accident that like we will make sure it never happens again type of thing. But then isn't it, I mean, it's obviously way worse. I feel like to protect a murderer in your crew. Yeah. So then I'm like, would a huge company really do that? Hmm. I mean, I don't know. I feel like I feel like I, don't know. I, could, I could see the like sitting on the wall falling off theory that her friend put forth because like because then I feel like then Disney has to like admit that their like security wasn't really like up to par and and it was not as I don't know safe as they they kind of claimed. But then I also could see it being something more nefarious. That's true. Just like kind of like uh, the. Yeah, there's just a lot. There's just a lot that happened here. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I could. I could also like. Who knows the murder? I could see the murder thing happening too. I can see anything happening. The murder thing. I hate the myself. <laughs> Hashtag that murder thing. Yeah. No. I mean, I don't know. Because like, I wish that some actual outlets were reporting on that angle. Because then I, I think I would maybe believe it more. It's just. But I can't put all my stock in the mirror. <laughs> Both literally looking at the mirror and the website, the mirror. Very true. In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. 
Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com and get up to 15% off your first purchase as a member with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for up to 15% off your first purchase as a member. Uh, but you know what we can always put our stock in? That Jorge will deliver a good game for us week after fucking week. And All here right. we are. <laughs> Excited for these cruise-themed games, I Ooh. bet. Well, guest Sarah, today's <laughs> game <laughs> is Ooh. indeed cruise-themed and nautical-themed, and it's, it's an attempt to protect ourselves and our listeners from oh, any sort of nautical accidents like the one Rebecca suffered. Or may have not, may or have, may have not we don't suffered. Know. <laughs> <laughs> Today's game is called Yeah, Boy. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Goodbye. <laughs> Goodbye, to be honest. And I will be quizzing you guys on several different nautical terms. And oh, hell yeah. Hopefully, you do you know, know nautical terms? No. <laughs> oh. Do I know which one's port and which one's starboard? I'm not totally confident. Uh, well, that is one of the questions. So let's start right there, oh, Sarah. <laughs> All right. If the skipper of the boat told you to turn to port, which side of the boat would you go? Would you go to the right? To the left? Would you do a 180? Or would, would you just run straight ahead? I'm going 180. I'm going to the right. Sarah is incorrect. No. Oh, no. it's actually to the left. No. Yeah. Oh, I was I was thinking that because they have the same letters, number of letters. Damn. Uh. So the reason why they call the left of the ship the port is because back in the day they would steer the boats with a big sort of rudder, and most captains were right-handed, so the rudder would okay, sit on the rude. right hand of the ship. And since that was pretty big and cumbersome, the boats would actually approach port on the left side since there would be less encumbrance on that Ah. side. So, yeah, you are both incorrect. So, no yebui on that one. I really thought you got that, Tara. (laughs) Dang. All my watching below deck has not panned out for me. Oh, wow. All right, next up, what is the name of the rear part of the ship? So we covered left to right. What is the back of the ship? Is it the bow? Is it the stern or the starboard? I think it's the stern. I think so, too. You are both correct. It is the stern of the boat. That is the back. The bow is the front, which is kind of shaped like a bow. And the starboard is the right of the ship, as we covered before, not All the right. board, which is the left. Well done. One to one. Yeah, boy. <laughs> <laughs> With the backwards hat, you're very frat life right now. Yes, Thank I'm you. loving Thank it. All right. Next up. What is the seacock? Is it the launching mechanism of the oh, anchor? God. Okay. I mean... Is it the holding place for the safety boats? Mm. Or 
Is it a valve that、oh. allows seawater in or out of the vessel? Oh, I think that. <laughs> I don't know. I'm going to go with the second choice. <laughs> you think it's the holding place for the safety boats? Yeah. Wait, what's a safety boat? Oh, like、I don't、boat. think that's yeah, it. The lifeboats. 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 Actually, don't think. Wait, read the first one again. Sorry. The launching mechanism of the anchor. I've never heard them say that on below deck. <laughs> well, that's why I think I think the third one. I've always heard people be like, "We need the seacock when like things overflow." I thought, but I could also be so wrong. I mean, I feel like it's no fun if we choose the same answer every time.、That's、so,、um, I'm just gonna go with the first choice. Danny was corrected. It's、uh, a valve that allows seawater in or out、okay. of the vessel. It is used to cool the engine sometimes、Ooh. when if it overheats, so it lets some water in. But also, if there's an, an emergency, like you said, Danny, they do say we need the seacock in order for the water to be let out of the boat or ship or whatever it might be. Whatever you need your seacock for, you, you, you just <laughs> shout it, shout it, and it、oh、will come. Oh my god! All right, Danny is on the board. It is one to one. Oh, don't I have two? Do you have two? Because we tied. We got the, We both got the back of the boat. Yeah, you're, you're right. You're right. You're right. I have one. Right. So the the score is two to one to my, Danny. Points. Well done. All right. So the next one. Is about the sinking of the Lusitania. Is that like、right. the Titanic sister? <laughs> It got overshadowed. That's all I got. Oh my god! <laughs> Sorry if anybody knows anybody that was on that boat. I have never, as Kiki Palmer would say, I hate to say this, I do not know this man. But go on. <laughs> so the sinking of this boat or ship was、uh, one of the sparks for which war? Oh shit! Was it World War One? Was it World War Two?、Uh, was it the Spanish-American War, or was it the Ten Years' War? Ooh, Spanish-American War. Okay. My thinking is, which war was loose lips sink ships? I don't fucking remember, but I feel this is related. Oh, that probably is related. I don't know. My gut is saying World War Two, but like, I'm gonna go with World War One. Your gut served you right, Sarah.、Ooh. It is World War One, indeed. Oh hell yeah! So this ocean liner was sunk in 1915, May 7th,、wow. and it contributed to the entry of United States into the war. Before that, the United States wasn't part of the war at all, and it was a UK liner, but it also had American citizens aboard. And was also transporting some weapons, apparently, but、mm. a German U-boat or submarine sunk it, and it cost、Ooh. the death of about twelve hundred people aboard,、oh, which、God. is a major loss of life. Wow! However, I did find that apparently, before everyone boarded this ship, the UK government gave them a warning that they were going over contested waters and that they might be at risk. So. Lesson learned: If someone tells you that you're going into a war-torn zone, maybe don't get don't on the go boat. Go on the fucking boat. Oh,、hey. if I, my backs would have been reversed. <laughs> right? <laughs> Y'all say in the UK a week longer. God. Wait, does this have anything to do with loose lips sink ships, or was that just like a slogan? It has to do with that war. World War Two poster. Ah. 
That's what I, okay. I did think it was a World War II poster, but then, okay, well, cool, whatever. Interesting. Oh, yeah. I've never seen this poster. It's pretty iconic. I was going to say, why do I low-key want this frame? I know, it looks pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. It's like the version of the NDA that you give people. is like, you just <laughs> hand them this poster. <laughs> All right, we are tied two to two. So this last right. question will oh, be the decider of our game. And it is okay. a numbers question. <laughs> so we will not tie. Which percentage of the Earth's surface is covered by oceans? Oh. I had an O moment too, but then I realized that's how much water is in a person. I don't know if that was the same O moment you just Oh, had. are you sure? I thought it's 70%. I was going to say that too. Oh, fuck. Um, but I think that's how much. I think I need to subtract a little bit because like, are we, well, here's a question. Are we taking into account climate change where water has melted now? <laughs> 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 and just the water that's on fire currently counts. Like oceans and seas are the same. I know we're not counting rivers. Yes, that is okay, correct. Okay, whatever. I'll go with uh 69%. Nice. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I'm going to do I'm going to do 80%. Ooh. Sarah is correct. It is Ooh. exactly 71%. So Ooh. just Ooh. a little off, but All closer right. than Danny and Sarah. Please join me in celebrating your win with <laughs> Yeah, please. Do it. On the count of three. All right. All right. One, two, three. Yeah, yeah boy. Come on, Danny. <laughs> no, I, I don't say that. I just got to find my seacock or whatever the fuck it's called. <laughs> I'll shout that. I'll shout that after we stop recording. And then my neighbors complain. I'm dead. (laughs) All right. Well, Uh, that was our game. uh, Hopefully we all learned a little bit. So if we find ourselves in an emergency situation in a boat and someone tells us to go to Stern immediately, we know where to go. Yeah. Wait, do we? Is it the back? No, I've already forgotten. (laughs) Come on. You won the quiz. (laughs) Oh, right, right, right. Okay. The back. (laughs) No, but I don't know port. That will be my problem. That's left. (laughs) There you go. I'm just like, wherever the boat is landing, I'll go there. I won't just (laughs) topple over the right side. That's good. (laughs) That's good. Well, that was another great game. Thank you, Jorge. (laughs) Thank you. Of course. Oh, gosh. That brings us to the end of today's episode. It was a doozy. It was a doozy. Yeah. So um, please, if you like this, uh, rate, review, and subscribe on iTunes or wherever you can do anything for the podcast. Just do it wherever you're listening to. We'll support Taken no matter what. And follow us on Instagram, Not Another True Crime. Yes, and also join the Facebook group, Not Another True Crime group. Party I group, beg you. Group. Answer the questions. That's it's it. It's hard. There's so many people in purgatory, and I feel so but bad. But a lot of you guys are listening, so thank you very much for that. Yes. You're doing great. I'll let you write in. But if you don't, I'm just going to batch decline like 60 people. Yeah. But it's okay. You can just re-request again and, and just answer That's the right. questions and you're good. It's all good. It's all good. And it's all good, yes. And then you can, if you want, follow me on Instagram at Sarah Lameen. You can follow me at Cashmere Danny Cashmere with a K. And that's it for this week. We will be back next time with some new crime. Not Another True Crime Podcast is produced by Jorge Morales Pico and Sean Kilby. Our hosts are Sarah Levine and Danny Murphy. Editing by Jorge Morales Pico. Social media by Sarah Levine. Be sure to follow at NATC Pod on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. And send us your emails to NATC at Betches.com.
Betches.